Hello, everyone. It is Monday, March 30th, our first day of distance learning. Or maybe I should say, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. If any of you have been sucked into the Tiger King like I have, you'll know what that means. Oof, Netflix got me again. Anyway, today, the passage that I'm going to read to you to encourage 20 seconds of hand washing is from William Golding's Lord of the Flies. In 11th grade, we were going to read this if we had time, but we will not. So I will read it in hopes that you will pick up the book yourself someday because it is worth the time to read it. Ralph lay in a culvert, wandering about his wounds. The bruised flesh was inches in diameter above his right ribs with a swollen and bloody scar where the spear had hit him. His, fair, his hair was full of dirt and tapped like the tendrils of a creeper. All over he was scratched and bruised from his fight through the forest. By the time his breathing was normal again, he had worked out that bathing these injuries would have to wait. How could you listen for naked feet if you were splashing in water? How could you be safe by the little, by the little stream or on the open beach? Ralph listened. He was not really far from Castle Rock, and during the first panic, he had thought he heard sounds of pursuit, but the hunters had only sneaked into the fringes of the greenery, retrieving spears, perhaps, and then had rushed back to the sunny rock as if terrified of the darkness under the leaves. He had even glimpsed one of them, stripped down, black and red, and had judged what it that it was Bill. But really, thought Ralph, this was not Bill. This was a savage whose image refused to blend with the, that ancient picture of a boy in shorts and shirt. The afternoon died away. The circular spots of sunlight moved steadily over green fronds and brown fiber, but no sound came from behind the rock. At last, Ralph wormed out of the ferns and sneaked forward to the edge of that impenetrable thicket that fronted the neck of the land. He peered with elaborate caution between branches at the edge and could see Robert sitting on guard at the top of the cliff. He held a spear in his left hand and was tossing up a pebble and catching it again with the right. Behind him, a column of smoke rose thickly, so that Ralph's nostrils flared and his mouth dribbled. He wiped his nose and mouth with the back of his hand, and for the first time since the morning felt hungry. The tribe must be sitting around the gutted pig, watching the fat ooze and burn among the ashes. They would be intent. All right. Eleventh grade for the week. You, um don't have a whole lot. I previously assigned your one-pagers for the end of the things they carried. And again, one-pagers are a artistic summary of your thoughts on the book. Please look at the things they carried folder and you'll find the assignment there. It is due on Friday. You'll have to just screenshot it or um, take a picture of it and email it to me. On Wednesday, we will have the intro to the crucible and we will continue into Thursday. And all of this will be on Schoology as well. Today, the only thing I want you to do is go into your new The Crucible folder and watch the introduction to distance learning. Eighth grade, for the week, you will be... Um, Starting Port Chicago 50, we'll have an introduction on Tuesday, 
and we'll have lessons Wednesday and Thursday, and you'll be working with Membean and IXL for Friday. Your assignment for today is to go into your new the Port Chicago 50 folder and watch the introduction to distance learning. All right, your secret word for the day, actually, it's going to be a phrase. Here we go, because here we go into fourth quarter on this distance learning thing. So here we go. And your teacher fun fact. Today would be the start of the week that I am officially one year out from my cancer diagnosis. So your teacher fun fact as of March 30th is cancer free. All right. Hope you are all happy and healthy, staying safe, staying home, and I will talk with you again tomorrow.